Welcome to the Hey Jimmy podcast. For years, these five fools have spent way too much time together debating the most idiotic notions. Now they are recording for your pleasure. Put on your thinking caps and strap in for some weird and wild talking points. How's it going? What up? It's going. Uh, welcome to another fantastic episode of Hey Jimmy. I'm Carrie. Joe. I'm, and I'm Steve. Uh, and uh, we're, we're currently missing a couple of our cohorts, but, you know, we are uh, making do with what we got right now. You'll have to put up with me. <laughs> <laughs> How's everything with you guys? Pretty good. Good. Just getting ready for Christmas. Uh, we 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 were uh, last time talking about the uh, multiple elves on a shelf behind you, oh. <laughs> and not just like small elves on a shelf, like full size elves on a shelf. <laughs> well, no, that's a snowman and a reindeer. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, that's right. They they weren't. Right. I would well, qualify those as. They're winter. not actually elves on a shelf. Winter friends, not elves. Yeah, they're decorations, Steve. And then I wouldn't call them is friends. Is what normal because... people would call them. I can't really call them friends because they don't uh, interact with me. I know you don't understand anything other than the mensch on a bench, but <laughs> that's that's <laughs> yes. The, the, it's uh, you know uh, what is it? Oh, Nick, uh, Nick the other day sent us uh, something. Uh, uh, Grohl on a pole, mm-hmm. and I was I, I like, yeah, that was oh, very yes. funny. It was funny, and you know what? If if that was a thing, I'd probably would buy it. Yes. <laughs> Who does not love Dave Grohl? <laughs> So I hear Joe has a dumpster fire story for us, or both Joe and Carrie have a dumpster fire story. So why don't we uh, move to our new segment, uh, Dumpster Fire Stories. Yeah, why don't you start it, Carrie? Uh, sure. I mean, well, we were in traffic court uh, a couple months ago, and we were amongst the the last ones there at the end of the morning. And uh, I guess. I and where of, was it again? It was in traffic court in and... Jack, in Jackson County, Georgia. And uh, <laughs> I guess I wasn't paying attention when this other gentleman was talking about why he was there. Uh, I know I knew it had something to do with the fight with his wife. But uh, then it was Joe and I and this other gentleman waiting in the outside area of the courtroom after the fact where they're wrapping up all your stuff. And he says something to Joe. And I, like I said, again, apparently I wasn't paying attention because Joe was kind of laughing with the guy. And I guess I kind of laughed along because I wasn't paying attention. And then after the fact. Yeah, so. um he was talking to me about how he was separated from his wife 
And um, the reason he was in court was because he backhanded her in the, well, they were in the car. He backhanded her. She was driving and the kids were in the back. And he goes to me, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Next time I'll just make sure the kids aren't there. Cause that was clearly what was wrong with the situation. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a good idea. And then after we got done talking, he started talking to this like pretty cute girl that was there afterwards. And I felt like going up to her and letting her know, but uh, yes. Yeah, so now when uh, Carrie Ann and I like annoy each other or whatever, uh, we tell each other, we uh, don't make me give you the Jackson County, which is a backhand. <laughs> And obviously, we're joking when we say so, it. we, uh... Yes, that is clearly a joke. The only person she would actually hit is me. Uh, <laughs> we made an inappropriate joke in light of <laughs> uh, a probably not great situation. Yeah. But people like to tell me, like, things I probably shouldn't tell people, which is weird. Like, even, uh, even cares a uh, dad and stepmom will, and I'm like... You probably shouldn't be saying this to anybody. <laughs> and we won't go into those examples. But. Side note, uh, you know, I mean, abuse is a, I mean, do, domestic violence is a serious thing. So it's, uh, I'm fully acknowledging it's not an appropriate joke, but we only do it at home. Way to go for bringing it down, Care. I mean, come on. People are nuts. People are nuts. Legit. People are nuts. And, if but you yeah, are having so an was... issue at home, please call one of the the many hotlines out there. Look That's... at Carrie giving a giving a giving a fantastic PSA. The more you know. <laughs> so yeah, that was our dumpster fire moment several months ago at this point. But it's that might have been one. one of the big dumpster fires of the year. Yeah. So hopefully, we'll be able to you know do this a little bit more frequently and then piece together all those dumpster fires and pick which ones our you know. Uh, you know, all time for the year, but you know, this is still a very new segment for us, so we'll uh, we'll adjust as traffic court as... is a lo- good location to find dumps. Yes, fires. I would imagine that, and yeah. thank you for giving us that uh, example. <laughs> um, all right, uh, let's go into our main topic. Do you think you could survive in the 1800s knowing what you know now? God, no, not 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 in what did you say, I said, God, no, and not in the I couldn't survive it. Uh, it's that I'm a woman that speaks too much, and that would not go over. That well. is true. That is very <laughs> true. So, without even going through the technology or any of that, I would not survive because I'm a woman who is a little too honest. Yeah. Stop making that face. <laughs> well, I mean, at least it, at least they won't call you a witch in the 1800s, right? So, I mean, you know, that's a positive. I think actually. I'd like if I could uh like knowing what I know now, I think I could do pretty good in the eighteen hundreds. One, I'm male. Um <laughs> two, I'm a chemist. So I know a bunch of shit that now that they won't know for several hundred years. So you're gonna few be in hundred jail for years. being a warlock. So well no, I I will be like the king's hand Merlin. And uh, make him his explosives and whatnot, so he can uh, bring down the uh, Merlin the other before the eighteen hundreds, son. Yeah, but no, I'll still be like Merlin because I know how to. He lives. He lives life in reverse, technically. Oh. 
Yeah, because yeah. I have knowledge that, you know, whoever the leader is, which okay. I will... You could just say he's Merlin. I will ingratiate myself to. I thought, I thought you were saying you're going to be Merlin's, like, assistant. No. No, he could he could just pretend to be Merlin. I said, uh, be like be I, like Merlin, as in I have knowledge that they won't have for... True. I apologize for the misunderstanding. Yes, because part I forget who said it, but it's like advanced technology at some point is no different than magic something to that effect yep um but yeah yep. so i think i could do fairly well on uh you know doing it through that lens i can definitely see the uh like just like you coming up with like you know basic stuff that like we use now just like even even stuff that's like for cooking like just knowing the right way to like like extracting oils and stuff like that yeah. you know that's probably like in your wheelhouse right yep yeah and yeah and like carrie ann said she would definitely be burned at the stake probably well i mean you know we just <laughs> keep her at home and she didn't we don't have to worry about that that's i mean i guess that would be an interesting marriage dynamic because i, I guess if we were in the 1800s i you would have to be my vocal piece if i was actually going to get anything done <laughs> oh i'd have to drop you like a Hot potato. You'd, you'd get me in trouble. Behind every great man is a carry. She's probably already going to get me shot at one point because of her traffic antics, flipping up people off the bird and whatnot. No, it's all good. You just don't <laughs> flip people off when you're stopped. Yeah. Can't leave yourself. She's just throwing things at people from the car. Punch buggy! That's, uh, I believe they illegalized, or they made that They illegal. illegalized? That's an interesting <laughs> word. Interesting, not word. Illegalize. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I, I don't know if it's just when the car is moving, but yeah, I, or if it's in every state. But I recall in Virginia they were passing it where uh, you couldn't throw stuff out of the car because it's considered, you know, a projectile. I thought that was because people were dropping turkeys from overpasses. I think that was part of it, but I think it's also like you can't throw s- shit out of your car. Also, because you know, let's say you throw a drink out of your car, what's that going to do for somebody behind you? How did we get to surviving the 1800s to throwing shit off overpasses? This is this is our people, lives. We just go with people, <laughs> people have been throwing shit off overpasses since the 1800s. Steve still Steve still needs to tell us there had, whether there or not there wouldn't have been an overpass in the 1800s. They had bridges. They were no cars. They had bridges. Oh, bridges, but usually they were over yeah, rivers. It doesn't matter. People was, you think people didn't throw stuff off bridges, aka overpasses. Well, usually there's trolls under there. Oh, you could you could live under a bridge. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no, that would be a, the other one. That's all I said. Oh my God. <laughs> Steve evidently found that very I think funny. you broke me. <laughs> <laughs> I did find that funny, yes. I'm oh. a little more resourceful where I wouldn't be <laughs> under a bridge, but I'd probably say the wrong thing to the wrong person. Oh, definitely. Although, yes, but that would be clear. Although you know. they would, they would immediately look to Joe and go, "Why did she leave the house?" <laughs> Joe would be on one of the uh, uh, like old time. Well, now there's that buried bones. So Joe would be on one of the the super cold case shows. As uh, he'd probably be the suspect in my murder. <laughs> wow! Talk about living in the 1800s. You'd be in jail. <laughs> That that's a thing that that you know you could do too is you know solve solving crimes you know yeah understanding you know 
uh, understanding like what we know now, especially because you know your true crime pro- uh, podcasts. You know, I'm sure you uh, understand far more than they understood in the 1800s. You know, you could just you be can, a detective. You could be an Enola Holmes. Yeah, I could try, but like I said, mm-hmm. the woman thing is a hard hurdle to get yeah. over. In the 1800s, yeah. So let's go to somebody who could do something in the 1800s. Steve, would you survive <laughs> the 1800s? You just have to. You you do you do good in like a matriarchal society. I think uh, there's a few of those out there, but oh, yeah. definitely not in the in you know colonial. I think I would do pretty well. I think I think I would do pretty well. I I am kind of a jack of all trades kind of thing so i can adapt pretty easily to things that i've never done before like you know i just i learn i pick things up and i i can i can do them but knowing what i know about cooking i can bring flavor to the taste buds of at least americans you know far earlier than they clearly have experienced it considering the food was pretty bland into the uh 1900s yeah (laughs) <laughs> like you know like it, it took like it was like the end of the end of the century before like people actually started going oh wow we can j- actually season our food <laughs> well and here's the other thing i mean you're talking about more or less being a chef i mean was that really a thing of people going to restaurants in the 1800s when did people really like, start there's bars taverns. There's pa- taverns, bars but... pubs taverns just... um, yeah but when did, were, I mean, there were there were bakeries. There were, you know, I mean, it was, you know, I'm assuming something of the sort. But when did you know, people like, really start going to like you know, a general a, a restaurant to have general a sit down meal? When did that start? You know, that's a good question. I don't actually know that because, you know, I feel like that's where you would really bring in flavor would be to have people come and sit in your dining room and be like, oh my god. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking because then it's like, okay, well, that's that, and then it's like, okay, well, you can teach people that oh well it's it's how you season the food and then you need seasoning and then they have to go and do trading for seasoning because earlier. here's the thing in the 1800s although, although given the time period maybe it's a bad thing because maybe the maybe they would just start conquering that country instead of just trading with it so that maybe that's not a great idea and i guess part of where i'm thinking with that is like in the 1800s i'm thinking a lot of people are still cooking at home and not going to eat someone else's food unless you know you're going to eat at a friend's house or something or somebody's throwing some bit large banquet of sorts so you'd have to be somebody's professional cook i guess (laughs) or a personal personal cook you'd have to be a cook in a big household to get your stuff out there i think restaurants might oh there's definitely like uh like you said taverns and the bakery would make their shit you know the butcher would probably have stuff um and yeah any like carrie ann said any big household would have a cook it looks like there's an account going back to the mid 1700s uh, as like the first uh, restaurant in. Uh, uh, Where was it? Who cooked first? <laughs> probably in France or somewhere like that. It's a Pari- it was Parisian. Oh, yeah. uh, it was a Parisian restaurant. What of course did it I was. say? <laughs> so surprising. Uh, but I mean, that's that's what this account says. But it's it's not. It it, it was documented in the 1850s. So well, uh, maybe congrats you know, to the French for the first restaurant. 100%, but like that's not a tavern or bakery. It it does make some sense. Well, so Steve could be an entrepreneur and have the first restaurant. Yes. Yeah, you could. Uh, the, you could have the first restaurant in America, or at least or at least men. the first restaurant in that area. But, you know, you know, people are going to want to, you know, also want to have, you know, I, you know, it it might be a little harder because at the same time, it's like, 
all right, well, we do restaurants so that people can go out together. I, I guess the stigma of the 1800s, did, did men really take their wives out to go eat? You know? Like, no, the wife that, is there to cook. It comes down to, did they? Right, exactly. So, like, <laughs> you know, did they go out to eat ever? Like, well, no. Okay, but don't be mad, Carrie. Don't be mad. I mean, it's sort no, of, I, it was sort I, of the truth. I'm not really then. mad. I'm just trying to tone. It was, it was I, I'm not then. really mad. I'm just trying she to tone. She was just down. giving me the old Jackson count. I'm just trying to tone yes. down the amusement <laughs> level over the <laughs> situation. Um. Yeah, it's just. Uh, I think I think it I think it could uh, 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 an idea of a restaurant could still work, you know, or 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 you know I mean because like they had butchers, you know, definitely they had butchers. They had uh, I'm assuming some sort of like, uh, you know, bread is not a thing that was only just invented, you know, you know, in that century. It was way before. Well, and that, a lot so. changed over the course of the 1800s. You know, they had bakeries, so you could you could do even if you even if you designed it to be toward like businessmen. Right. You know, I, I'm doing air quotes here. Businessmen, <laughs> you know, like snake oil salesmen or something like that. And they're just trying to, like, you know, uh, you know, you know, wine and dine their their potential customers. That could be a, you know, a potential for, you know, people coming in, you know, because, you know, a working guy has to has to eat lunch at some point, you know, may not be able to go home. They probably so, still had food carts, you know, and there's and the refrigerator refrigerators weren't really a thing either. So, you know, everything's got to be fresh. <laughs> you could probably have a food cart in like a market. Well, again, it's it, 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 the preservation of food is kind of the important piece, you know, so it's it's a lot of salted items, you know, like you're, you're basically doing like a salt coating on everything. Well, and, and, and a lot changed over that century in general. Uh, you know, if you're talking about the end of it, I think tourism was really starting at the end of the 1800s. So you could go in a tourist town and I'm sure people, while they're already doing a leisurely activity, would probably be pretty likely to be check out a restaurant or that type of thing. So, yeah, I think. I yeah, do well. I would just I, I would I would make a crap ton of money just trying to, you know, present people with good food, at, you know what I would market as reasonable prices and I would just make that money and sock it away. And I guess because I would be living in the 1800s at that, at that moment, I would save it for my future self and I would, I would like put it into a bank account under like my name uh, and then assign it to myself. Uh, you know, uh, you know, like my, my, my great, 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 great grandson, <laughs> Stephen, gets all of my stuff. You know, like he will be born on this day in this year. And but it didn't uh, say anything about uh, time travel. Uh, it just said, "Would you live in the eight? How would you do in the eighteen hundreds, knowing what you well, know?" Well, I'm now. assuming if we would have, yes, but like that would mean that we were here, and then we were not there. necessarily. It just says Is you're. I, inter- I, I interpret that that way. You're imparted with the knowledge. So yeah, you so put, the knowledge go back of there and you can't come back. You have to live there. The knowledge of himself. I don't know. In modern era. Yeah, but I mean, we have to know what we know now. So like, we'd have to live in the modern era. Yeah, I, th- I think I could. I think I could probably do something like that. Or, uh, uh, I would probably just come up with a job that nobody would have thought of in that time era, and just do that, like. Porn. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that that stuff kind of existed already then too. Yeah, Kama Sutra. You know, they 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 had they had they had art, art. 
air quotes, uh, you know, where, you know, they would, you know, have pictures of naked women. So I'm sure that porn, although not how we see it. Yeah, but you can bring up straight up, uh, straight up smut. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) That could be a, you know, that that would be a, a, a thing, too. Knowing what we know now, right? We can go back and like, in like, sort of influence media, right? Like we could we could adjust like how you know, uh, you know, newspapers like you know read out articles or something like that, you know, and like you know, kind of like you know, make tabloids kind of like <laughs> bankrupt before they even start, <laughs> you know, just to like you know. Yeah, kind of like make it so this way it's like oh okay you know we you know we you know we know a format that works nowadays let's use that format and then let's use that in a positive way and try to guide it nah 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 steve we create the first tabloids and make oodles of money (laughs) yeah but that's not sustainable sure it is everybody loves good gossip well that's it just ended up in the newspaper i would think initially that's where you that's know, why we create our own yellow journal. Right. Well, that's yellow that's what journalism. It, you know, that, that's the like start uh, of the tabloids where they were just making crazy headlines to sell the paper. We we just do uh, a uh, a paper version of the Onion in the eighteen hundreds. So sell a bunch of stuff that's very very false and like just not tell anybody and let them figure out that oh wait this is not how this works <laughs> like what are, what are these people talking about yeah no it's parody like anytime somebody tells us tells us like this article's wrong like it's a parody it it's funny I would we would we would be the ones to define a parody it sounds like a good way to get yourself run out of town <laughs> people don't understand it these days sometimes looks like Steve's gonna be living under the bridge with me <laughs> <laughs> I'll be shunned out of society <laughs> if people find out it's you writing the lies yeah get this fucker out of here that's what I'm saying like we got to do it in in positive ways right because like you know we we you know uh, we we move away from that, you know, like, you know, whatever their, you know, their writing style was, and go with like something that clearly draws a lot of attention, especially because there was a lot more eyeballs on newspapers then, you know. So like, that's a good way to make some money too. Trump people up instead of talking shit in the paper. Is that what you're saying? Like like uh, no no, just like like you know, we make a newspaper or whatever, and it's like okay, well we, you know, we we implement a lot of the the stuff that makes. You know, like uh, not clickbaity articles, right? But like, you know, stuff that's like, you know, that draws people in to read the articles. Like nowadays, we would just have to implement that then, and we start. That oh, okay. I thought you were for a second. I thought you were talking about putting a positive connotation on it instead of negative, because usually these headlines are, uh, frankly negative. Oh, I mean, definitely with a positive vibe instead of because, uh, like, you know, negativity seems to sell like newspapers nowadays, right? So you know, having, having more positive stories instead of negative stories might, you know, help cut through the, uh, the bitterness of the world. And I guess if I could do anything, uh, you know, if I guess my husband could help me, I'd try to get an early footing on, you know, being proactive about environmental issues. So maybe they wouldn't even occur. Uh, we'd have to stop. The Industrial you know, Revolution. Uh, 
we'd yeah we'd have we'd have to stop uh you know basically the use of fossil fuels in, in cars so we'd have to invent electricity earlier we'd have to uh create electric cars yeah. in the 1800s you know like that that would be basically how you'd have to think about that if you really wanted to avoid you know the the effects of i don't know joe's talking about being a scientist i think i'm talking about being Merlin. i think you can invent all this electricity stuff do it <laughs> we gotta go see the wizard we our, our son is is sick <laughs> <laughs> the doctors can't help let's go to the wizard very very frightening no. it would be I don't know, like, like, what would, I mean, other than that, though, like, what did they do for fun in the 1800s? Horseshoes. Yeah, I guess. Horseshoes. Horse riding. Yeah. Drink. Go I to mean, you gotta be able to afford a horse in that era. Well, and that's why you don't go out to restaurants. You don't have to you afford a horse, horse to play horseshoes. No, 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 no. Just need horseshoes. No, no. Well, I said horse, horse riding. Carrie said, Carrie oh, said horse, horse riding. riding. <laughs> so it was like, but you gotta be able to afford a horse to go horse riding. Or know somebody with a horse. But I feel like, uh, you know, horses uh, at that point would be pretty, you know, until the Model T comes out, pretty essential for transportation. So you'd probably have at least one. Not everybody had that kind of transportation. That was a very, like, like just like cars were very uh, a very luxury thing, you know, horse and carriage was also pretty... Well, if you didn't have a horse, I'm guessing you'd made a lot of shoes. You made a lot of shoes for fun. I guess so. <laughs> there you go. We just got to build. We got to build uh, a Nike in the 1800s. <laughs> if you can't get your horse, I got. I got a set for you to wear here. We'll. Well, we'll have to. You know, maybe we'll have to go at it from the Paul Revere aspect because he would be uh, an American icon of running around crazy. So we'll do the the Paul Revere brand shoes. Uh, but he, but he was on a horse though. Unless it was Paul Revere horseshoes. But then again, most most stable Whatever. people just you know did their own horseshoes anyway. So I mean, it's, you know they they kind of have horse already on their horse to do that. So maybe not so much that. But I don't know. Uh, maybe like a brand of wigs. Like an, I'm maybe trying a to brand pick of a... wigs or something like that. The Washington wig or something. I just like make a whole bunch of George Washington style wigs. <laughs> Maybe we could stop people from using some products now known to be toxic. <laughs> I, I, they're not gonna. I mean, no, no, no. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, I've better. got this amazing material called asbestos. It's great for insulation and you just get through it away <laughs> way earlier in in the in the century. You this way this way it doesn't affect us later. Asbestos was considered like pretty much an, a a, a miracle, miracle material for its many different properties before we figured out that it caused, you know, mesothelioma when it was um, damaged. But, but when it's not damaged, it's all good. Exactly. So I'd make a lot <laughs> of money Just never of remove it. it, and you're fine. <laughs> and they don't know anything about cancer in that time, so hey, people died early all the time anyways. I'm not proud. <laughs> dysentery. Wow. They died of dysentery. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. That's another thing. Knowing what we know now, we could possibly get to California, fat. the gold yeah. rush, you know, get get a, get a, get Make a lot of money. gold out of that, you know, very early. You know, we start at the early 1800s and we just mine it all up uh, before anyone else even gets there. Well, you'd have to get there without getting scalped yes, but first. I mean, you'd have to be, you know, like they they didn't really start that movement until like the mid 1800s. So, like, if we started at like the very early end of the 1800s. We could beat a lot of the rush. Just saying. 
And then we just sit on that gold for a couple for a couple centuries, and boom. Yeah, we just bury centuries. it in the ground somewhere, and, you know, where no one's gonna look. Steve still talking. Yeah, because like, yeah, I, you know, we have to be able to live through the experiences to get where we are now to go back there. So somehow we ended up in the past. So if we ended up in the past, we should be able to get back to the future. But the technology's not there. Uh, yeah. So unless you're bringing the technology back with you to get back here. You're stuck in the 1800s. Unless, that, unless, so I hope that restaurant works out <laughs> unless, for you. Unless the technology gets us, uh, you know, unless the technology was given to us, you know, like, you know, maybe somebody from the future drops it off in our time and goes, yeah, I'm done. See you later. And then teleports himself back to his time or decides that he's going to stay here and goes here. You guys can mm. do whatever you want with that. I'm done. I'm done fucking with time. And they go, wait the fuck did you fuck with what did you do <laughs> how much of my life is a lie all of it all of our lives are a lie all right yeah well you know i just that's how i think we would get there and i think that was a uh good discussion as to what we would do carrie would probably be the only one who couldn't do anything but you know she she would influence I'd all of our die. decisions. Oh, oh she would God. influence all of our decisions. Well, I don't know. Would you listen to me in the 1800s if you didn't have to? Let's be frank. I mean, if I know what I know now, then I would respect everything that you would say. I'd be I'd be sure. the one leading the mob with the pitchforks. My wife's a demon. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Burn the bitch. All right. I think that's a good place to call it. Everyone, thank you for joining us. Have yourselves a great day. And uh, hey, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to Hey, Jimmy. Big shout out to Anthony Morantz for our voiceover, Skein Music for creating our intro, and Sergio Duarte for creating our cover. All artists can be found on the freelance platform Fiverr. You can catch Hey Jimmy every week on all major streaming platforms.